Well, hello and welcome back to the Lit Legacy TV podcast. It is your host, Shanshine Speaks, and I hope you are springing into action this beautiful day. It's um, Talk About It Tuesday, actually, and it's the 1st of March. We hope everyone had an amazing February celebrating Black History Month. We don't just make history in Black History Month. We make history all year long because we are Black 365. And this is also the beginning of Women's History Month. We don't just make history in Women's History Month, which is 31 days. We actually make history as women all day, every day. So we must celebrate that. And for those who don't know, I am a woman. (laughs) And so I want to celebrate that. We are going to be going live soon celebrating uh, Women's History Month. So if you're not already, follow me on Instagram. And I'm going to be bringing in some wonderful women. Starting out with one of my great friends. Um, But real quick, guys, we have some things that we want to talk about. You know, at Lit Legacy, we are all about language. We are all about using our words for power. That is one of the key ingredients to being calm in the chaos is communicating, connecting and communicating. And today we just want to talk about the control of the tongue. How about controlling it? Do you have control of it? Do you not have control of it? I want to read you something real quick from Spiritual Disciplines Handbook. These are practices that transform us. It's a book by Adele Hallberg Calhoun. Now, I've had this book since I took, since I got my business degree. This was one of the courses that they had us take at um, the Christian University. And it's many years later, and I still refer to this book because it has some really good information about discipline. Discipline is not always the funnest thing, but I want to tell you that it is an essential tool that can transform your life. So I'm going to read this to you real quick. Because words are small things that hold incredible power. Incredible power. With them, we can make both love and war. Let's stop right there. Words are small things that hold incredible power. With them, we can make both love and war. We all know what's going on in the world at this point. And really there's always a war going on whether it's a war in the world or a war within our families or a war within our community or our work environment there's always something going on okay so the next thing it says James said a word out of his mouth oh a word out of your mouth may seem of no account but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it James 3 and 5 a word out of our mouths may seem like nothing to people but it can either accomplish nearly anything or it can destroy it have you ever been in the middle of making something great everybody's got that momentum going like yeah 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 let's do it and then someone comes in and says something negative and you're like what like you know you just messed up the whole flow we may rarely think about I'm gonna let this announcement finish so that
back to where we're reading. I'm going to go read that again. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything. Nearly anything. Or destroy it. And that's James 3 and 5. And on a side note, I'm going to read you another uh, scripture. Jeremiah 33 and 3, which have been so on the tip of my tongue here lately. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you may not know. If we take the time to talk, we can be so powerful. We can improve things or we can make things worse. It's up to us to take the time to communicate. Um, so back to the reading from the spiritual handbook. We rarely think about lexins and grammar, but lex- lexicons and grammar shapes our lives, our memory, our past, our present, and our future. Everyone has tasted the power of words spoken in deep love and deep hate. We know that long after a speech is dead and gone, their blessings and curses remain. Words are powerful. They mark us forever. No wonder James exhorts believers to attend to their words, governing our words, refraining from labels that judge and take responsibility for our mean for our meanings is part of growth and godliness. Better a gentle, wordly man than a irrepressible wrath monk. Now that this pronunciation, Shannon, come on. Words give away what is really happening in our hearts. That right there, words give away what is really going on in our hearts. I'm going to read you something else from Wisdom Notes. This is from Mike Murdoch. This was actually one of my mom's books. It's about um, topics including conversations, decisions, critics, aging, and so much more. And one of the tips talks about opportunity. It says number 90 is every conversation is an opportunity to build credibility or destroy it. We can either build or we can destroy it just by our words. I hope you understand how important your words is, my words is, all of our words is. Um, Another tip in here is opportunity is simply an invitation to an experience. Either you embrace it or you ignore it. (laughs) And on that note, I'm going to tell you a crazy story. (laughs) Talking about controlling of the tongue. Well, I put out there that I had a desire I have a desire to be married and I have a desire to have a family and I had put out a certain desire on my on my journal and so the next day the next day guys the next day I almost fell into an experience (laughs) but I had to instead of embrace it I had to ignore it Okay, let me just tell you what happened. I went on a first date with a gentleman. I've been really busy working on the business. Shout out to Lit Legacy. I rarely have time for things of this sort. But, wait, what do they say about an opportunity? Okay, and there's a scripture that talks about opportunity as well. Um, so, I was interested in that. I went on the date. I'm leaving the date. There ended up being a rollover car accident. I witnessed the accident. I'm creeping on the highway, going up slowly, and then I see a car is flipping over. Like, oh my goodness. 
right then I pulled over I stopped I called 911 I saw the car actually roll down the hill like flip multiple times and then it landed on its four wheels so I started yelling out you know are y'all got the guys okay because keep in mind I'm up top on the highway and they are down in the ditch below you know they done flew off of the highway that was above my head so I'm yelling down are you okay are you okay I call 911 I'm on the line I zoomed in on the GPS figured out exactly what direction I'm traveling what highway I'm getting off of and then I had to make a guesstimate of what highway they might have been flying off from coming up down from because I don't know if someone hit them and flipped them off or what the situation was so as I'm talking to them I'm like I'm not seeing any movement I don't believe I see any smoke coming from the car I think that's just the cold air but you know I'm not seeing any movement and I'm like hello hello so meanwhile another passerby pulls over they go to they, they said you know do you want me to go down there and check on them I said of course if you feel comfortable go down there I'm on the phone with 911 while this is happening they go down there into they're going down the bridge to go into the ditch to get to this car I don't even see how they're going to do that but I'm glad somebody else came to help and so as they're going down someone falls out the driver's side of the car they fall out they start crawling slowly crawling creeping over and they go and help um you know they come walking out and the gentleman he meets the other passerby that was going to check on him and then they both come walking to my car and I said sir are you okay and he's like yes I'm okay um but he's like I don't speak much English and I was like is there anybody else in the car anybody else need help it's like you know I don't know if he understood my questions and so I said I'm on the phone with not one but you know help is coming he said yeah can you just give me a ride home I was like hmm now that's when my dude, I was like, no, I can't give you a ride home. That's when I drew the line. As I said, our opportunity is an invitation to an experience. Either you embrace it or you ignore it. I got help for him, but I couldn't give him a ride home. By that time, please show up. I'm leaving. Now, keep in mind, I just came from a first date, right? Now I just experienced a rollover, traumatic, all those things. I slowly make my way home safely. And this gentleman reaches out to me again. He starts talking, I believe you're my wife, this, this, this. Thank you, thank you, that's nice, thank you, thank you. But the invitation went from, you're possibly my wife in the future, to we should get married tomorrow. Bro, no, what? Whoa, whoa, so I said, let me just go to sleep. Let me, let me get some sleep real quick, and I'm gonna talk to you later, okay? Long story short, I asked a few more questions. What's the rush? What? Why do you need to get married immediately? Because what does the rule say? Every conversation is an opportunity to build credibility or destroy credibility. Sometimes we have to have these conversations, even though they might be uncomfortable for us, but have these conversations. Ask the right question. Not everything that sounds good is good. I mean, I did say this is what I wanted, but I didn't know it was going to come the next day. (laughs) And he didn't know I had said these things. But this was an invitation to an experience for me. Either I could embrace it or I could ignore it. But I went ahead and asked those right questions. And, of course, red flags start flying out the wazoo. You know, women don't ask questions. You're supposed to be submissive. I am not your wife. And I don't know you, so I'm going to ask you questions. Let me know. 
no, this was not the opportunity or the experience that I wanted to embrace, that I needed to ignore this. Remember, words do have power, but we also have to have our discernment to make sure this situation is right for us. Is this what we're being called to do? Is this really for us? Because people will start talking and seeing all kinds of things. Not only is it telling you something about what they're saying, but you want to see how you're receiving it. How does this feel? And I talked to a mentor of mine, and before I get off here, I want to tell you about the importance of mentorship. But I contacted my mentor, and the right information came to me. Because when you are uh, debating a situation, sometimes you do have to get information from other people. Okay. Where do you feel so spiritual? Okay. Now, this, this, uh, okay. This is talking about a mentorship. Godly mentors help people grow. They believe in others. They recognize raw potential and a willingness to be taught. Mentors often see more in the mentee's gift than the mentee does. A mentor's confidence in equipping skills can motivate a mentee to try new things and take risks he or she would never try alone. Mentors are not competitive. They eagerly empower others, even if it means empower them into their own position. Mentors believe that by giving away their gifts, time, treasure, teaching, and power, they can influence and shape others for the sake of the kingdom. So not only did I receive mentorship, now I'm pouring that back into others by sharing this experience sharing this story we all have we can be sometimes a mentee as well as the mentor <laughs> you're you want to have good mentors who have been mentored themselves your mentor should be somebody else's mentee and they're passing that gift along i was able to open up and share my experiences with my mentor because one i trust this person and two also i knew i needed more information let me make sure I'm thinking about these things right. Let me make sure I'm taking it all in correctly. Make sure I'm not missing anything about myself because we all need someone else to look at us. When we look in the mirror, we see ourselves maybe once or twice throughout the day if we have mirrors or reflections to look back on. But if someone else is sitting with us, they see us the whole time. So if more people see us than we have time seeing ourselves. So don't be afraid to not only be a good communicator when you're speaking, but be an open communicator, receive from others, be mentored by others, be loved on by others. And as we start in this spring new season, keep that me search going. What kind of legacy are you looking to leave? Always remember to stay lit. God calls us to be lit. Lit simply means to love intentionally today. Love yourself love others keep loving you and i'm going to keep giving back and loving on you guys we got more to come i'm so excited on the new opportunities for the lit legacy business thank you guys so much for believing in lit legacy we're going to be giving some shouts out to some amazing partnerships that are coming up more details to come in the meantime in between time stay lit love intentionally today Let's talk about it again next Tuesday. See you guys next Tuesday. 
and get ready for some amazing lit interviews. <laughs>